Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast. The official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I am joined today... <laughs> he's got that crazy look on his face i don't know what he's gonna say i'm i'm great hey how, i didn't introduce doing? you yet okay. you haven't been introduced yet he was gonna it's, introduce me first this week so i don't exist that's, yet okay that's gabriel bringers hello <laughs> and robbie payne hey everybody today's one of those days it's like enjoying it, a cup it's of a, dusty coffee we're good <laughs> <laughs> we uh we're doing a little behind the scenes video for our youtube members and uh so we made some coffee beforehand, and Gabe Great. nearly flooded the office. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nearly flooded the office. I was just telling somebody the other day about how many times you've done that. No, I did it at, when we were at Joe's house. Multiple, multiple times. times. Yeah. I've never done it until well, it's, it's, so <laughs> it's a unique coffee maker, like with the it whole is. the stick coming up out of the place where you pour the water. Like It's odd. It it's is. odd. Like, it I'm is. just it used can to be. pour the water. There's that satisfying <laughs> flip the lid down, uh-huh. and you can't do that with the bun. No, nope. The new buns. No, no. So, so uh, great, makes a great cu- cup of coffee, but that's yeah. weird. So, so you know, we had a minor catastrophe, and then it's just been like herding cats get these guys ready to start uh, recording yeah, this podcast today. The, so, were those camera batteries in the? We got a yeah. We missed yeah, the batteries missed those by about an inch. So yeah, we're good. We could have made a real mess. Yep. So, uh, so yeah. So <laughs> I guess we should uh, start the podcast now. We're going to talk about oddly <laughs> enough, the ad at the top of this website right now controls ADHD symptoms. Hmm. It's like Google's listening. It's like, <laughs> like look, bro, <laughs> you need some help focusing. Look, I'm gonna su- look. I'm gonna suggest this right I'm here fine. for you. I'm fine. I'm fine. We're gonna talk about some Google stuff because it's Google season still. I said in the last. I said it last week in our last podcast. I said it's gonna be Google season until, until the event's over. Until the event is over. Which our next podcast not, we will do will be twelve days. 
Oh no, we'll right do one more. We leave. We'll do one more right before we leave, and then we'll do another one right after we have gotten back. Yeah, yeah. If we it, talked about trying to maybe do. We one might like do one mobily. there. Yeah, we uh, might try to do one there. Equipment wise, though, that could be. It could be tough. We're talking about it, so yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, that maybe we'll do fun. a special. We're trying to figure out best from Google. See if they'll let us just. You need to buy a bunch there. of stuff. We'll hey, can we, no, no, we'll it. just we'll promo it. <laughs> can we get a couple? Say this is sponsored by Best Buy. We'll do it there <laughs> in the Best Buy. <laughs> a handful of mics. Yeah, hey, yeah. we're gonna set we up over much. here in the Chromebook section Some and just uh, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll talk about it. We might we might do it from New York if it's uh, an issue. We don't want to put out a podcast that sounds like garbage either. Yeah, we we still want to maintain the quality and uh, also yeah, do there's not a way want to cut into any time that might be reserved for. Uh, you know, Fluffy's pizza, pizza crawls, mm-hmm. yeah. coffee shops, yeah, important yeah. things. Now, actually, yeah. these these events are these events are normally pretty crazy because we we'll, we'll get there. We're yeah. gonna have a day before, luckily, to kind of yeah, hang out day. a little bit. But um, we do this every every time we go to one of these yeah. things. Like, ooh, let's do we this. We can do this. We'll do we this, can do this, do and then we don't. But you know, we we like because because what happens is you 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 go to the event and then it's just like. Look, we got to write this, and oh my gosh, this Drinking thing, and this, and this, hose. yeah, and then yep. it's just like it's just crazy, which is so much fun. Well, and, that's what makes these events so and a enjoyable example too. Like Microsoft, we're going to talk a little bit about their event that happened was it just yesterday, day before yesterday. Was it? That was yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah. Um, it, it was odd because like we were writing articles that had nothing to do with that. Obviously, the internet was moving forward as if that didn't happen, even though there was tons of stuff in my feed about it, like. There's still other news. There's still everything keeps going. Like just because our world gets enveloped by this for you know for right. a full day, and it doesn't mean that the news cycle the high, stops. So then we have all kinds of crap to write about that's not even yeah. this Google thing. So it's yeah, weird it gets though crazy. because I, I feel like there wasn't the hype this year because I I remember sitting in our old office space, our old old office space. I think over here maybe watching the first Surface laptop announcement when they first announced it, the first one that came out Is that yeah. two years ago. I yeah, I wrote an article three. about it. This yeah. is the three. So yeah, yeah. two years so, ago. So I remember that a lot of hype leading up to it, a lot of leaks coming out, stuff like that, and us actually watching it. And this year it came and went. And I'm going to be completely honest, I didn't even know it happened <laughs> until articles started showing up in my feed about some weird phone. Yeah, so, I was going to watch it, and then I didn't. Uh, <laughs> we watched the recaps. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was coming on, and I was like, uh, we were in the middle of some stuff, and so I couldn't break away to watch it, and. Most of the leak stuff, honestly, I thought, be fair, to be frank, I thought we're going to get an updated laptop yeah. and an updated Surface Pro, which we did, and neither of those bring a ton of surprises. They bring some cool stuff to the table, but um, no real surprises. I thought that was going to be it. So, like, the Surface Pro X was pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then their foldables, like some of that stuff, so conceptual kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and, the, and, and, and they, uh, they, they specifically said, we've partnered with Google. Yeah, yeah uh, Dieter, Dieter Bone yeah. uh, tweeted uh, from The Verge this morning. It's like, so we now have uh, Microsoft getting ready to ship their in-house browser that is built on Google technology on Chromium. And we have them building devices that are going to be out that are kind of like breaking the mold, like you know, pushing the edge of boundaries and all that kind of stuff. And they're going to be partnering with Google to bring those to market too. Like it's a weird world. And, and, he's, and he's right. It, it, it is. It, it it's is. cool. It, it should, it's, this is how it should work, honestly. These big tech giants that are good at one thing and maybe not great at another, Google. <laughs> I mean, Google's great at some things. I mean, just phenomenal at some things. But, man, they bungle a lot of stuff, too. 
um, that they could learn a lot from a partner like Microsoft. And so um, I don't, it doesn't bother me them working together. I get that they're coming from the same side of things sometimes, but in yeah. general, like they, they, they're just doing such different models of business that both work in their own way. And so um, I, it doesn't bother me at all that they're, that they're working together. It, is, well, it seems strange, but I think it's strange because of constructs that we've created sure. around like, Oh, they're, they're fighting with them. I'm like, mm, not really. They don't have to be. Exactly. And, and, and you and I talked about yesterday, uh, at the end of the day, all of this just helps Chromebooks. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, I mean, the all of screen, this is going to make screen stuff, uh, you know, even, even the, so, so, so give, give folks a quick kind of recap of this phone. They, uh, well, they did a phone and then there's another one that's like a laptop yeah. tablet thing. Basically it's not a, it is a foldable, but it's two separate yeah. displays split down the middle. Right. So the Neo is the bigger one. And then the, what is the phone one called? You got it right here, right? Uh, what was the phone one? I was little, reading little one. Yeah, so, Neo's the two nine-inch screens. Yeah, two nine-inch screens. Duo. It's the duo. duo. Yeah. So the duo is the phone-sized one. Uh, I even saw somebody, um, and it's basically going to run Android. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I, I think that's true. So they're going to call it Windows Ten X, is what will go on these dual-screen things. It wasn't. They didn't make it completely clear exactly how that's going to differentiate between the larger one and the smaller one. Um, they called it Windows 10X and then they mentioned the whole Android thing. So they're, it's going to be an Android phone. The, the smaller one is a phone for one. I don't think people knew that for sure going in. Right. It doesn't uh, look like a phone. No, it looks, it looks like, like its like own an e-reader thing. Is yeah. what it, lo- it yeah. looks like a book. Yeah, Very it looks like its own thing, uh, for sure. And it's you know 360 degrees, both of them, so the hinges go all the way back around. So think, you could think fold it all book. the way around. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can fold it closed where it's metal on both sides on the outside, fold it all the way up and where it's screen on both sides on the outside. Which is interesting. Yeah, there's some use cases maybe that we can't think of that that, that could be good for. Um, so the phone is going to have Android. Uh, it's going to be an Android-based thing, and they're partnering with Google to get Android to do what they needed to do from a split-screen perspective. They have all this continuity stuff, and they had some, they had a term for when you drag an app to that center kind of bezel, and it it makes the app span span something yeah, smart yeah, span yeah. maybe smart span, something like something that. Like that. Uh, but it it will span both displays, but then use each side. So imagine email, for instance. They used Outlook. Take Outlook, drag it to the center, and now your Inbox is on the left, and whatever email you've selected is now on the right panel. Um, Which, you know, it's we were like, looking why? at each other yeah, kind of in sure. the middle of that, yeah. just going like, uh, oh, "Cool, is this really that big of a deal?" But you know, I, and like the bigger one, like yeah. when it folds into a clamshell si- size, there's a, a magnetic keyboard that can flip onto the top of it, and then and it makes like a part little, of the bottom yeah. display basically becomes a, a large version of Apple's touch. Yeah, keyboard you get some like touch emojis and, yeah, and, right. some and stuff. Added stuff could be added there. Or you can slide the keyboard forward, and then that bottom touch area now which becomes is a like, trackpad. Which is really interesting to me. Kind of cool. Yeah. But again, now you're working on, what we say there are, 9-inch displays? 9-inch. Yeah. You're basically you're gonna, working on a 9-inch clamshell yeah. laptop. You really want to do that for more than 15 minutes? Probably not. So the use cases are confusing to me a little right. bit. Like I could see this tech and something where it's a, an 11 or 12-inch because um, I think they're both three by two screens, so more square. Uh, if it's eleven or twelve inch, then we get to the usability point, and you know it's crazy thin. Both sides of this thing were five millimeters thin, so oh, most it looks it lo- most phones are nine or ten millimeters. And so these are, these are super I mean, early too. Like oh, these yeah. aren't coming out for like Next, another 
over a year. Holiday season. Holiday yeah, 2020. Uh, this interesting, though, the little looped video they have on here, this kind of m- makes me very, very interested in trying this out. That part, yes. So yeah. they've got the phone. That's the phone, right? Or is that the is that the phone? Okay. So they have it kind of in a clamshell mode, but the bottom display, the one that's going to be parallel with your lap, is actually the controller for a game that they're playing. Right. See, and, and, and I saw them. So, I saw them lay that out with a keyboard too. So you flip right. it into what would it mean the landscape mode, basically. Right. And the bottom half that's folded towards you is now your keyboard. So like some of those things. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like the phone part of it. I'm kind of already half sold here I mean, on what they're doing. Fun. Like yeah. I'm like I I'm really interested. I, I'm sold on the concept. It's the tablety one that I'm not for completely sold on, and it goes back to my whole arguments about tablets yeah. in general. Like a device that size, you're talking again. If you fold it in half and use half screen or one of the sides, it's a nine inch device. Do you really want to be productive on that for more than a few minutes? No, not really. So. Unless you go dock it somewhere, then it's not fully productive. And if when you're on the go, it's that dual screen thing. So it's not, they never showed anything that looked like windows, like good old windows that you want to get productive with. So I don't, I don't know. Like that yeah. part of it, I'm f- super confused about. I don't really know exactly where it'll fit in. And there's not even a, an application there where I'm like, ooh, you know, Chromebook could do this. Because my thought with a, a tablet size, something like that, was that you would have a, a dual screen similar to the Galaxy Fold, one screen. So when you folded it all the way open, it would have some sort of thing, mechanism to where it could stand up. So now you've got a nice what, 13-inch, 14-inch, 3x2, you know, large screen in front of you. Pair it up with a trackpad and a mouse, and boom, you're productive. When you don't want that, you fold it around back on itself, and it's a tablet. You know, a, a reasonable tablet, especially like this. At 5 millimeters thick, once you fold it back on itself, I mean, 10 millimeters, that's a normal phone yeah, thickness. That's so that's not, that doesn't feel like some big, fat chunky tablet and so now you folded it back on it so if you have a nine inch tablet again i've gone a hundred times and said nine ten inch even maybe to 11 inch tablet if it's laid out right is is the size that you want for a one-handed tablet that you're going to consume news and shows and so cool it's that and then the minute you want to open it up further it's a full-size screen that you could drop into a keyboard deck or something so i mean i could see that a hundred percent and and i could see that a little bit with microsoft's thing here you know, maybe if it's folded back, I just, I'm not sure about windows 10 X and they'll, yeah. they'll drop more of that stuff yeah, out yeah. as it goes. Just, but like, I, I wouldn't want that experience without the ability to use regular windows like that. That wouldn't that be the point of buying a windows version of something like this. Whereas now I'm looking at it going, Oh man, Chrome OS could be real nice on this. Like the Chrome OS could do some really right. cool stuff because of its, oops, sorry, because of its, uh, you know, tablet mode to desktop transition ability. Like it doesn't, even even the the demo they showed of with Windows 10X, like some of the stuff. Remember we we actually kind of laughed at it. They're like, check it out, and you flip the keyboard up, and it was like, ooh, uh, 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 hold on, uh, hold and on. Then, and then Here it finally, comes. and then it finally kind of got into some sort of orientation that would kind of represent a laptop mode versus Chrome OS. You know, you, I flip my Pixel Book right here. You know, past 180 degrees, tablet mode. Flip it back, boom, desktop mode, no mm-hmm. issue. And so I could, I, I'm hoping. This thing spurs other manufacturers to be like, huh, what if we did this with Chrome OS? Because generally speaking, it seems like Google's going to kind of go back to with the Pixelbook Go, like, hey, we just want to make a good Chromebook. Right. But they they have shown in the past the the ability to work with other manufacturers to do different things. And I think that's going to be happening with some of the ARM-powered Chromebooks that are coming. 
I think Google's fine with saying, yeah, let's, you know, let's get together and do something. You want to do something? Let's do it. You know, they do it with Android. Mm-hmm. Saying It's the same concept. A manufacturer goes, hey, we want to do a folding phone. And they go, oh, okay, that sounds like a cool idea. Let's make, let's make the bones of Android work with that. And, you know, I think they would do the same thing with Chrome OS too, you know, moving forward. And I mean, heck, think about their, this folding phone thing. I know we're not going to get Chrome OS on a phone, but. Maybe it's, it's interesting. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, at at the end of the day, all this like, yeah, we were we were watching some of the recaps yesterday, and was just like, well, what, what, and and why? But yeah, there's a but, lot but of then, but why? Though? Yeah, but then but then it's like, <laughs> but then it's like you take a step back and you're like, wow, you know, if if, if anything, they're just pushing the boundaries of tech, and they're yeah, pushing. And I love that part. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And they're and they're they're progressing in a way that might you know encourage other manufacturers to do different things or think differently about folding devices, right. you know, right. because. Obviously, Samsung has, you know, come out with uh, their their phone that is that is folding. Uh, it it may or may not break and crack and get scratched, but they did it. It's out now, right. kind of for real. I think finally. Yeah, I think it's legit. You just can't touch it. Yeah, you, know? you, <laughs> you can't actually use it. I mean, yeah, I can't, you can't. buy you it. You put it in it. the shelf. Didn't the Samsung case. say that um, fingernail can users the can replace the screen one time for yeah. one hundred and fifty bucks? One hundred and fifty yeah. bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. yeah, the fact that they minimal built that in out of the box. Yeah. yeah, but it's like that's one approach. Not now if, we've got yeah when <laughs> yeah when, when it when it gets messed up. So it's like you know you've got Samsung doing their thing, and now you've got Microsoft coming out and saying look look at this kind of folding right, approach. And this, this is different, you know. Right. And I love that. That's really exciting. Yeah. Um, Google Google's just kind of yeah. I, I love the idea of them just kind of partnering with with Microsoft on this and be like hmm, yeah let's maybe see if we can make Android work with this. I don't right. know that Google's going to come out with a folding phone like. Obviously not this year, uh, but like next year even. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Uh, yeah, could, I, mean, I don't know that they have to. Right, that's my yeah. Or like, that, like they even have to come out with a folding, you know, screen Chromebook or anything like that. Like I think they can let manufacturers start push it, pushing some of these things. They can step back now and kind of go. Let's just see what someone comes up with. Yeah, you know, they, we'll and they've invested heavily on, on the software side to to say, hey, manufacturers, we're going to make Android work really well with this concept. So you guys run with it, and we'll right. work with you on it. So I don't, I don't think they have to or need to. And I don't, I don't know that until if foldable phones actually become mainstream and everybody walking down the street has one, then it's a different story because right. then it's just a regular flagship phone device, you know. But when it's this early in the game, I don't, I don't see them doing it. I no. think they they walked a really thin line with the Pixel Three. And they almost fell off. They almost lost with the Pixel Three. Yeah, I think right now that that, or I hope that Google's grasping to the fact that they need to produce a good phone, and that's all they need to worry about. Yeah, yeah. So. Just need to be solid. And have a few reasons that it's better than a couple other phones. Right. Like it, it. They don't have to go and reinvent the wheel. They're not. They're not in a position like like Samsung was in that for a little while. Like the probably Galaxy S two, three, four, kind of even the five. It felt like they were throwing every gimmick. Mm-hmm. that they could. I mean, just anything they could throw in just to try to differentiate themselves. And you can see if Samsung has kind of come off that now. Like, they just oh yeah, make solid phones. Like, they, there's no need for all the gimmicks. And, you know, I've already seen some of the chatter that Project Soli is going to be a gimmick. Make no mistake. Like, Project Soli is a game-changing interface element. And as long as it sticks around long enough in these phones, I could see it showing up in Chromebooks. I it's could see it showing home. up in it's Windows gonna, it's devices. It's going to be in IoT stuff yeah, I mean, everywhere, I it, guarantee it. It's a much broader technology than, like, people are like, oh, I could, I've, my Motorola, I could wave my hand at it. Like, that, that's, 
This is yeah, show just, me how well that works. They're just putting the basic stuff in it for right now, just mm-hmm. so people understand that you can interact with it this way, and they're going to crank that stuff up as time goes on. So, I mean, I I think Google needs to be in the place where they're just making a solid product from a hardware perspective. They're making solid products and start partnering with some of these other OEMs to to build the the fringe thing or to try or like, the Pixel team runs with building a great industry leading flagship phone and nexus makes a return bring the nexus back. <laughs> oh, bring, a nexus back. Uh, bring it back oh. and let it be experimental like and it was meant to be the the heart of nexus yeah. that would be great push the boundaries hey, you could even in, include some chromebooks in the oh, nexus program. Oh, like if fun. you had pixel book and pixel slate type nexus lines. chromebook yeah I'm down. interesting chromebook <laughs> google nexus. google Call me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You all can, do this. You all can have that one. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of this, speaking of this phone, uh, to kind of get to kind of get back to this event we're going to be heading to here in a couple weeks. Um, we, this is the most leaked phone ever. The Pixel Four is <laughs> oh, the most by leaked phone ever. Far. Oh my gosh, by far. Um, and to this point, like it almost feels like Google's just like Whatever. open the gates up. It's yeah. fine. Um, yeah. I mean, there's software demos out there. There's all. I, uh, I mean, yeah. Nine, I mean, nine I wrote, to five right. Google right now is like nine to five Pixel. Yeah. yeah. Like nine to five leaks. I think they might have like a. They day. have. They've tapped into a Nest Cam in the Google Labs right. somewhere or something. They clearly just, have a source that's yeah, just like. I mean, because they have everything. a demo of Project Solely working with the the what's it called the app the Pokemon oh, Pokemon, Pokemon Wave. Wave. They've got it's. So basically, wave. like Pokemon a, Wave, hello, yeah, hello. kind of like a little right. demo app to, to show yeah. people how to Which use. Which is cool. So, yeah, like, yeah. And, and or gestures or and, whatever. Yeah, people call just it. need to understand that there's something more to this than just um, like Samsung had waving stuff. Remember on phones? Like I remember you could take a picture or a screenshot. Yes, you could move your hand across right it. to left. Yeah, yeah, and it would take a screenshot. That mm-hmm. was on actually on the display but there was there was stuff you could do you know yeah like it would track your eyes do you remember that one yep. the galaxy s4 like if you're looking straight at it and like you had to hold it just the right angle but you could look down at the bottom of the page and it would scroll like it was so gimmicky and goofy and it only yeah. worked half the time like that solely is not that like right. solely is going to have the ability to do some stuff that we've never seen from a ui standpoint yeah, and, so, and we've read but about it project solely has been in the work for half a decade now right. i but mean we've read that stuff the general right. consumer that walks into t-mobile is not going to know it so yeah. they need stuff like pokemon you want, yeah you can to, look we wrote to show two three years ago about it's project first Soli. started yeah so first started we just what is impossible with this just these minuscule little movements with your hands that will control that a computer understands and can then translate that into. Well, I was thinking about this, like think about it with the camera. So you're setting up a shot and you're, you're trying to hold the camera and then you're like pinching to zoom back and forth or you're touching to focus. What if your yeah. hand just floating back here, it you knows can make these gestures I, yep. to zoom or you can make these gestures like a turning knob gesture that would, change focus or whatever you know yeah, you, get you these, think these, about what's like, the oh microsoft uh the dial yeah the surface it? dial it's you think about idea. the surface dial but completely hands-free i mean that's crazy I mean, there's all kinds of applications and my hope is that it it just like most things do they run through android they get their life on a pixel phone first or something but that we'll eventually see a chromebook with project solely because i I almost feel like there are as many, if not more, applications mm. on a desktop than on yeah. a phone. I mean, when From you a start creator standpoint, oh, yeah, like man. they would have to create like a, a, a standard, basically, like there's the standard gestures, like that, just like we have with a mouse, Absolutely. trackpad, touchscreen, yeah, yeah. like these standard gestures do this thing 
on the desktop all the time. But then and make a mappable or make it to where exactly. the software creators can say, all, all right, right, we're going to map these specific movements gesture. to our app. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. 100%. And then, you think like Lightroom and oh stuff my gosh, like that. All these creative apps with instead of reaching down and reaching up, reaching down, reaching up, you know, constantly with stuff like you're just doing these gestures kind of in the air to move things around on the screen. I mean, yeah. I, I could just see so many possibilities with that. Yeah, uh, Joe, that would I mean, be so about beneficial. Like you're, you're drilling down into a photo and getting into some of those fine details and just be able to, you're, you're always going to be more meticulous with your hands than you are with a stylus or yeah, a mouse or anything yeah. like that. It would, yeah. It's it, applications. Do, very interesting. Do, do we, do we think that um, just like you just described, like developers being able to use this software, it will, will that happen on the phone? You think? I believe so. Um, I think it'll be no different than key mapping or... Right. Yeah, you'll be able like to that. map certain gestures to it. The The issue will be... Um, so I'm saying I'm go like on, Instagram, on. Instagram on Pixel, you'll Could. be able to do these gestures with solely so or gesture or whatever. Here's here's the, the, the choke point. Yeah, they, and it always is. It's the same thing with 3D Touch on iPhone. And remember, iPhone has... 20 times the reach that Pixel phones do, if not more, 50 times, 100 times. I don't Gosh, know. Yeah, I don't it's not even close. Yeah. Not Lots. even close. So with that, so the developers at Instagram or Facebook or whatever, Snapchat, have to decide. We're going to devote hours to developing a thing, mm -hmm. making a thing work on a particular, because this isn't going to work on all phones. It's only going to work on Pixel phones at first. Google's got to figure out, like, I think they need to build it into every one of their services. Like every every Google service needs to have some solely stuff that right. only Pixel phones can do, that get people wanting to use this phone, wanting to see what solely is about, wanting to try it, wanting to get their hands on this thing. That way, there's enough built in that other manufacturers, because I'm pretty sure Google's going to allow other manufacturers to use it. So Samsung Galaxy S, what are they on? Seventy two. 11, 11, 12, 11, something. 12, yeah. 11. So yeah. Galaxy S11 comes with Project Soli as well. Right. So motion sense or whatever, you know, it becomes a general Android feature, a UI feature that's available that phones can adopt. It has to grow the user base before developers are going to build stuff, right. cool stuff yeah. for it. It's Absolutely. a chicken and egg thing, you know, just like anything else is. So I don't know how they get over that hump. I mean, it's no different. I mean, I said when Apple put 3D touch in their phones, you know, I, I was like, this is stupid. It's it's dumb. And the, there's going to be a handful of people that love it and use it. But it's this is a fundamental UI change that you're adding to something. And they couldn't keep it alive. You know, they just killed it. Like 3D Touch is gone. And so it makes me concerned that it's going to be really cool. I just don't know if it's going to have the reach unless Google is just bullish with it. Like, and pushes it into Android like and, fully. Yeah. Yeah. Pushing it, pushing it into Chrome OS. Get Chromebooks out that have it. Like, like I you've got to get it in front of way more people than just Pixel users because you need people expecting that this is going to be a thing that they can do. Right. Without that, it just won't get enough hold. It'll never have enough apps that utilize it. Right. And I just don't know that it would be a feature that's going to be cool enough to stick around. And, and it is. It's a tech that's cool enough that it that, could do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, in the right hands and in the right hardware. My fear is that. You know, no, not hating on Google, but you know, we got to keep things real. My fear is that Google's not the right hardware company and not the right company with this. Like, I, I if I'm being perfectly frank, a company like Samsung or Apple would do better with it because they would market it better. But we don't know. We don't know what the marketing's going to look like behind the Pixel Four. It's finally in carriers. You know, yeah. Google can't throw 
$5 million at marketing this year for Pixel 4. Google needs to throw Apple dollars. Google needs to throw Samsung dollars. Cool billion at least. Easy. I mean, if, that's, if that's they want these call, things though, to stick. I mean, you look, at, you look at Samsung. Samsung's great at selling stuff. They, they always bring their A game when they market everything, whatever. But, man, they missed the mark with Bixby. I mean. They, oh, big time. Big but time. that that's also but they, they were, never they were behind it. the curve on it though too but it felt like an also ran kind of thing yeah. like they just like oh uh, yeah us too you know yeah. and and they they brought bixby out at the same time that everybody was trying to bring digital assistants out like cortana Gosh, showed man. up in that same you remember point that, time remember that year at ces it was oh, like yeah. everything Everything's, everyone had an got assistant. their little thing and yeah. like that's fading kind of like 3d television oh, yeah and that's like I so badly don't want Project Sully to fall into that sort of no. chasm of tech where it's like, that was so cool. And to be honest, like Apple's 3D Touch, the tech behind it is insanely cool. Yeah. Uh, it's the same, it's some of the same tech that runs like that Apple Magic Trackpad too. So some of that tech's not like it's going to waste, but it's not being used the way that it could have been. Uh, because again, when you start talking about UI, fundamental UI stuff, like, it's a big step to get people to actually use it. And if they don't actually use it, then it becomes a gimmick yeah. and it will go away. And if it's gimped from the, from the launch, yep. it, it's so hard to recover. Yep. So hard. It's, and so that's why I think Google's starting out like, here's like three things it'll do. Yeah. And we're not going to go nuts with it. But the cool part is even the basic things they're doing, just the, the skip songs and stuff, it's going to work. I think already we saw somewhere like Spotify, Pandora. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, every, every major music, it's already they're already on board. So hopefully, again, I think if Google can can leverage some sort of unified, like here are the twenty gestures, we're not allowing you to take those and do unique things with them. Like this is what they will do in your app. You just got to turn it on. It's like turning on keyboard support or whatever. Right. Allow solely gestures. You know, boom, it's in your app. If they can do that and people can start seeing it used out and about mm. friends yeah because you, you know, think about if, it, if you're watching the video on your computer not your chromebook your computer whatever fill in the blank how do you pause a video if you're watching a video click spacebar spacebar right if it's they unified. can get a universal thing to where people are like okay well this is just what it is on my phone i like it it works it's easy it's simple right. Yeah. Then, then I could see it just exploding, th- and I'm like you. I don't, I don't want to see this fail. But it's been in the works for so long, and we got crazy excited about the thought of it coming to Chrome OS. Uh, it's, yeah. Please do a good job, Google. Yeah. I think. I think <laughs> don't well, Google it. Well, so so you know, we we were talking about this a little bit before the podcast. Like, there's there's been so many leaks with this phone, and and. Like Google has participated. Google has said, "Look, here's the phone. Here's a couple things it's going to do." So what? What is that one thing at launch that's going to really set this phone apart? Like, you know, when when they you know, kind of like you were saying with the Microsoft event, like they they said, "Hey, you guys saw all this, but there's this one thing you missed." It's going to be four hundred ninety nine dollars. <laughs> no, I'm I mean, just kidding. yeah, nope. <laughs> if they can kill it on price, that would be yeah, enough of a surprise great, that would shock the shock people into paying that. attention. I mean, maybe I'm yeah, wrong. I, I, uh, I don't see Or that is being it that case. like gestures is going to do something other, like little extra thing that we don't know about already? I don't know. Yeah. The back's going to be a display. That's the only thing we don't know. Because, like, with all these demo leaks and everything, we're starting to get a glimpse, like, inside the phone. Yeah. Like, where we're figuring out what all it's going to do and everything. 
So it's just going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Maybe to, the to next get our gen assistant's going to be. I mean, it was mind blowing when we saw it. It was an IO, but yeah. maybe what's it's going to be even more. Like nine to five's got videos of that. You know, and again, these are all like promotional type videos. I think that they'll either have on a YouTube channel or on a help page or whatever. Yeah, but it's just showing it in action and just the way it looks is so like awesome looking and um, this is and this is the tech that's basically taking the assistant down to what was the size so it's taking the voice model and pulling it down and yeah. making it it's less, like tiny a couple yeah. megs or something yeah, yeah, i mean it's really, really small on the phone like it's or not maybe having it was 80 to pull. something yeah. megs local. i don't remember whatever but yes Doesn't it's matter. local it's not having to ping a server somewhere else every single time so most of the things you do on your phone with the assistant are going to happen locally so like at IO, they were just railing off thing after thing. Yeah, after wind thing. wins no, here because no speed, stop. security for people that don't like their stuff being yep. out there. I mean, yep. you, not saying that this is going to cut you off from Google servers, but I mean, just the security of that lightning fast was crazy. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the changer for me. Like right now, we got to the point where Google Assistant can do a lot of things, <clears throat> just doesn't can't do a lot of them like concurrently. Right. So, and all the assistants are like this, they kind of fumble over themselves. Yeah. Like, it's like, Oh, it continues listening after I asked it that one thing, but it takes a second. Like and imagine having a conversation <laughs> with someone and be like, Hey man, what's up today? Well, I, nothing. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. going to go play disc golf later. Okay. And then I'm going to go like, <laughs> yeah. who's going like, I'm done. <laughs> like this, I'm done with this conversation. That's how yeah. I feel most times. Like, it doesn't I'll, feel like a conversation. No, not even close. All. And I'll, I'll pull up the assistant to get one thing and move on. Like, I, I, I have no interest in continuing the conversation. I have no interest in continuing the, the, the session. I'm just like, get me the one thing I asked you to do and then shut shut up, please. Yeah. <laughs> because this is... Sh- shut your mouth. It's Yeah, it's frustrating. Sh- Ro- it's Robbie's just, very hateful to the assistant. Yeah. In our office. <laughs> very much. Um, and so the idea of it, like... What's, what's going to be weird, and I, I just thought about this the other day, it's going to be really weird as if on Pixel 4 you get next-gen assistant. You're just like, man, we're railing stuff off. Like, start that music. Hey, show me some pictures. Yeah, no, the ones with the ponies. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's just like rattling through all your stuff. And then you go talk to, like, the Google Home, and you go back to old-school assistant oh, that's no. slow and dumb. Like... I what, wonder what that's going to be why like. Why does this sound like a John Mulaney skit? <laughs> I watched the Mulaney today. Don't. It's going to no, happen no, though, no, for a little no, bit. <laughs> uh, it, but that's going to happen, I think, like, yeah, for a no, little yeah, while. I think, yeah, you're right. I yeah. don't even know that these have the ability to utilize the next gen. Like, you're going to have to have some amount of storage on you to have a locally stored voice model. So will speakers I mean, even they be able have to leverage mem- it? They have... They have system memory, and if it's, I, I, I don't know, because you're also that'll, yeah. that'll be a real bummer. Be like, this is great. I love yeah. this. I don't even want to talk to that smart speaker yeah. anymore. So like, they're gonna what, have to figure out a way to fix that. What gap. What, if, what if the Nest Mini uh, comes and has like, hey, has next gen? It's got next gen assistant. That'd what be an awesome like what an awesome segue that would be for them to be like, hey, let's get the Pixel thing out of the way at the show. Look how awesome this is. Blah 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 blah. All the features, yada yada yada. Next gen assistant, and then they get. Well, let's talk about home products. And they bring out next the the mini and this Google Wi-Fi and stuff, and go. Oh, by the way, that next gen assistant. Yeah, it's on these too. Yeah. And now that would be insane. Instead of being like, oh, I'm going to update my, you know, Nest Home Mini, you know, because I, the speaker's a little better or it's got a wall mount. It's oh, it's got the next gen assistant. Yeah, absolutely. Like so, I'm ready to update all of them because that's game changing. So 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 they've also said 
or there's there's rumors i'm sure it probably came came from nine to five because likely they guarantee just, it they're killing it let's be honest uh, those guys are doing doing great work digging up things so kudos to them but uh they're they're uh rumored to be uh some revamped pixel buds so pixel buds 2 and, yeah. and imagine so from, from a source again yeah i feel from, like the same guy perhaps it's just one guy that's just like dude i got all look, this stuff look what what do you want to know this week <laughs> they sit him down they're like hey what do you got for us yeah <laughs> yeah but so so it so they're gonna they're gonna update their pixel buds do they supposedly are, for, for for one are they gonna make them truly wireless and that's that's one thing Don't but know. then but then two imagine these awesome connected bluetooth uh headphones that are connected to all your google account which would be dope if they roll that into these yes but then imagine next gen assistant kind of working in tandem with these uh. things so that way now you've got these 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 headphones now that you can mm-hmm. have in these these wireless earbuds that you can just tap and have a conversation with with the assistant and get things done that would yeah, be dope. like looking i'm just looking at their article real quick just to make sure i didn't miss anything um yeah they don't have a whole lot of details about really anything um and i just put a a post out this morning about how excited i am about the the, what i'm hopeful about in these pixel bud 2 um, earphones and i don't know that like i don't have to have the whole list (laughs) in order to to be like super excited about them hey they need to be fully wireless so if they put out a connected uh Throw in the Bluetooth, garbage. just like it's done. Just don't. It's not going to do anything. Just don't. Everyone's we hung a sign on the door before <laughs> just, we started just this. Don't. Please, just don't. Don't knock. Don't open the door. Don't come in here. Don't. Just. Just. Whatever do what you yeah. you approach the door. Whatever what you're thinking, don't. Don't do that. Yeah. Same thing here, Google. Just if, don't. If you have a cable between these two earbuds, yeah. Please don't bring it to the show in in 2019. Like, let's let's not do that. In in an environment where there are literally fifty. Chinese manufacturers making earbuds yeah, for less than 50 bucks here's that are the crazy wireless thing, yeah. that are pretty darn yeah, good. Here's the crazy thing. Uh, the, my daily drivers at the office, and I know the ones Robbie used quite a bit. I don't even know how I came across this company. I read an article that was saying these are the best things you can get next to Apple's whatever. They're like 29 bucks. Yeah. yeah I paid that. Bluetooth I paid the, 5.0. I paid the premium to get the white ones because I like white ones. Yeah, yeah. $35. Yeah. So, I mean, Bluetooth I went, 5.0, they're comfortable. They sound really good. They do. Pair up easily. Yeah, 30 bucks. Charging case, yada, yada, yada. Like, so now you all know what, what we're going to get, whatever swag we get at the show this year, that's what Robbie's going to get in his bag. It's going to be a pair of wired Pixel Bug 2s. <laughs> Here's the wired ones. I will, I'll throw them in somewhere. <laughs> it's going to have a we'll phone jack on back. it. <laughs> Robbie's going Robbie's gonna to walk Rage. straight out. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it is so, inter- so they need to be wireless. So yeah. that was the first yeah. thing okay, you said. Yeah. That, that needs to happen mm-hmm. 100%. If not, that it, 100% non-starter. That's that's no bueno. Um, two, the thing I would love to see is that they be noise canceling. Now, Google hasn't made any like in ear um, headphones yet, so all of their Pixel headphones, Pixel Buds, and well, those are Pixel Buds, whatever they call their headphones. I don't even know what they call their headphones. I mean, they're just the Pixel ones, headphones, aren't pixel they? He- whatever, yeah, whatever. They were the same the ones thing, that came just with, with wires. The, yeah. yeah. Um, you know they're all. I kinda, love the the comfort level. Of yeah, them. yeah, but they're open ear. They just right. kind of sit. So in you're your only going to get a certain amount of sound quality, and you're not right. going to get noise cancel cancellation. Right. Yeah. So there's none of that stuff. And I get like 
I haven't found yet any tech that's out there. There's some there's some coming some ones coming and we're not sure if they're technically going to be noise canceling. And earbuds that are noise canceling always at this point right now from like Sony and Bose, they all have the, you know, it's the silicone that goes in your ear canal. Um, they're all that way. And I get it. That that just like with an over ear, it, you need a seal probably just to create that. And so maybe the, the tech doesn't even exist to have an open ear type, like AirPod type headphone That's noise that canceling. can do noise canceling. Yeah. Like in my head, I want to think like, there's got to be tech that it can shoot whatever, like it can hear whatever's going on and shoot something cancel in my ear canal it, yeah. to cancel it out. And maybe they could do some noise reduction that way, but probably yeah. not noise canceling maybe. I don't, I don't know. But in general, it seems like what we've seen is inner ear type deals. Fine. You know, put a little silicon ear tip on it with three different sizes and ship them that way. If that's what it takes to get some noise canceling out of them. I like the, the open ear things uh, for half of the things that I want to have headphones in for. I'm taking a walk or whatever, but there are so many times when I'm trying to get work done, I need to just hear whatever music I'm hearing and not hear everything else. Joe and I won't shut up. And, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we were, it was, <laughs> at one time we were sitting at Starbucks, and I was like, these oh, aren't going to work. Yeah, the music was extra loud that day. It that wasn't was, crazy loud, but it was, you know, the Starbucks loud, like yeah. an afternoon Starbucks. Like, there's a lot enough of people in here. We, we cranked yeah. it up a little bit. And so I had my volume at like 90% on my phone through the AirPods, and it was kind of drowning it out, but basically I'm hearing... All the conversation sounds. I'm hearing the overhead music. I'm hearing my music. I'm like, this is more distracting than if I just took them out. Right, especially if you if you really are a music lover, because then it, it's horrible listening to good music, especially when you're trying to get in the zone and it's being muddled with just everything else, audio garbage. And so know? I put them up. I got my the bows out, and that's why I went and bought a, a pair of the Sound Peats because with that silicone ear tip, no, it's not full noise canceling but it's enough of a reduction in ambient sound that when i turn the music up at 50 percent volume pretty much can't hear anything yeah. else um, and while i love those i think google can bring all kinds of stuff to the to the table with a new set of pixel buds that are wireless and have at least noise canceling or noise reduction in the background charging case so a charging case and what you were talking about all the next gen assistant stuff you'll be able to take advantage of between this and your pixel 4 like to be able to summon the assistant and to do some cool assistant tricks, not just click a thing to make the assistant come up. Because guess what? Every one of these things, like my $35 sound piece, I'm pretty sure a double click pulls up your assistant, I think. And if not, there's tons of these cheaper ones that have that built in. Like there's a, you can either do a double click or triple click or hold it for a second, something. There's something that says, hey, assistant thing on phone, wake up. So, you know, like my Bose QCs have Assistant built in. It's really just a button that summons the Google Assistant. It's not, it's not that unique. So it's not that, running on the right. headphones. And <laughs> I'm not saying even the Pixel Buds have to, to do, do that, that yeah. but like they could build in some cool stuff that work just with the Pixel phone that does some stuff again, like automatic pairing. I, oh, let me open them up and it just pairs up. And then you know the the fast pair that we've been talking about for months now that's coming to Android and Chrome OS. You know, let's debut that on stage. Here's the new Pixel Buds 2. They knock down noise. They look really cool. They're small. They're, you know, battery powered. They're truly wireless. And you open them up. They're paired with your Pixel phone. And guess what? As soon as you log into your Chromebook, they're there too. So now you can just select those and, and listen from your Chromebook and go back and select them on your phone, a la the way AirPods work with Mac OS and iOS. Yeah. Like, they if could do the case, all of that yeah. stuff. And nobody's really talking about that yet. That would be a really nice, like, 
you guys didn't really see this coming. Like, no one leaked this. Like, Might I talked well, about it in an article yeah. this morning, but it was more of a, I would love to see yeah. this thing. Might this as well chuck in a little bit of water resistance, too, while you're at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I mean, of Iron. Yeah, the it, other it, ones I have are, they're 100 bucks. They've got an awesome little charging case. It's got an in-and-out port on it. They're waterproof. Right. You and can so, swim with these things in. Yeah, I don't know yeah, why there's you just would. But the text out there. Yeah, there's the text out there. Yeah. Like they're so manufacturers making these things. Yeah, just, and let's bring latency down too. Mm. You know, they actually put an update for the Pixel Buds out not long ago, weeks, I think, ago, that was reduced the latency way down on the Pixel Buds. It was a story. I came looking for stuff on headphones. I saw it. I didn't realize that was a thing because, honestly, the Pixel Buds are just gross. Um, did anyone buy those? Not did, many. Does anyone have those things? That, Let I, us know. I bought them to try them and took them back yeah, I remember. so quick. I, I remember. was just like, this is like... Let nah. us know on Twitter. If you own the Pixel Buds, like, what's the experience I've like? I've seen some people that say they really like them. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have too. They auto pair with your Pixel. Yeah. And so there's some cool stuff. Again, that's what I'm saying. Like, Make them good headphones to begin with right. and then add extra cool Pixel stuff in them and you could have a product that's worth you know some people buying and mm-hmm. I guarantee you they're not going to charge 50 bucks for them. Remember, you're in a market where truly wireless headphones cost 35 to $70 in general and there's lots of them and a lot of them sound really good and look good. How much, and how much are the Bose ones? The, they're the truly, truly wireless, wireless ones. Oh, yeah. they're huge. They're yeah. like June bugs yeah, yeah, yeah. sticking out of your ears. How much are they though? Uh, $200. Yeah, $250. I I yeah. Um, but you know, you've got Amazon coming with their, um, what are they called? Um, fi- not fire. What's their other brand? No, um, um, I don't know. They're Alexa. Amazon. Um, they're not like Alexa. I don't remember what whatever. they're called. Whatever Amazon's thing that they announced at their little hardware yeah. deal. And now you've got Microsoft uh, with weird little saucers in your oh ear. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, Echo. 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 That's what they are. Bud. Echo Buds. Yeah. yeah. So, but they Sounds partnered weird. with Bose to get noise canceling or right. at least noise reduction in those. And, and again, they're inner ear, silicon, all that kind of stuff. But they're small. They look nice. They've got some Alexa stuff built in right into them. So I'm like... They're raising the game. Apple apparently is going to come out with um, noise canceling AirPods, and of course, so you know, and but they're going to be inner ears too. Like they're not going to be standard AirPods, because uh, honestly, if Apple made Air, the AirPods exactly as they are and figured out some magic way to make noise canceling happen, take my money. Like that would be my headphones for sure, because uh, I find them very comfortable, light. They just work. Uh, what I want is a Google version of something like that. Like I think that would be just amazing. And like you said, I don't want them to look like the uh, the ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous looking Surface like, Bud things at they, wireless that cost two hundred and fifty dollars, by the way, no. but have trackpads on the side of your face. It's, it's like <laughs> I mean, it looks like hey, let me pull this out and I'll serve you some tea on it. Like mm-hmm. it is absolutely ridiculous. A serving dish. Yeah. So, I think it can also be a, a, a disc golf. Thing. Yeah, you can, mm-hmm. you can yeah, yeah. You can sit and you can use it to like draw and stuff yeah, like, yeah. like it just, on, on your surface laptop. It pairs <laughs> with your laptop, and you just. Why are you rubbing? What your are you ear? doing? No, 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 I'm my mouse. I'm editing video. Shush. <laughs> I had two. You actually had two mouse, and I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I do wish we live streamed this or had video of this, so everyone could have saw what Robbie was just doing. <laughs> We were rubbing Double. our ears, okay? Shush. <laughs> two, at the same time. You I don't know how like even such two a weirdo right work now. at the yeah. same time. <laughs> well, it's three-dimensional axes. This is X and Y. You're actually twisting. 
Yeah. As you move to, yeah. It's, it's gone like, off the rails. It's for off, they look ridiculous. <laughs> they, you need they, to go look them up. I'm going they're, they're I'm ridiculous. Going, I'm going back to my band days, uh, you Oof. know, uh, some of the some of the people that had big gauges in their ears. That's this is what it, what it looks like. Yeah. It really it looks does. Like it's a it's in really gauge. odd. It's really odd. Um, yeah, no, anywho. No good. Okay, hey, little uh, one, one little quick thing before we take a, a break. I want a hot take uh, on uh, when you expect to see uh, Pixelbook Go leaked images. Is it going to happen? I believe we will see Pixelbook leaked images within a week. Pixelbook of, Go. Or Pixelbook Go. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture right now. Leaked image. Um, uh, Pixelbook Go leaked images will come within a week. I think retail images will leak within a week of the event. So within the next four to five days. Okay. That was a good hot take. Boom. It's, did it. It's going it. to be Best, guy, best Buy. Okay. That's my call. You're throwing that in there? Yeah, I also I also want to throw in, it's going to come from 9to5Google. <laughs> oh, come on. It's going to come from chromeunbox.com. Yeah. We're going to find yeah. them. Anybody Yeah. Anybody? Anybody have a leak? Info at chromeunbox.com. Send, send us those pictures. Please. We'll take them. All right. We're going to take a quick break, folks, and we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we've got a couple other little things here we want to talk through, uh, and I, I promise that these aren't leaks. This is like a non-leak section here. <laughs> this is the no-leak section of the podcast. None leaks. <laughs> None leaks. Uh, so, so the first thing is um, there's been some reports out saying that, and I, I guess it's like official. I don't know that we've heard it from Google, but or have I we? don't know where did this, YouTube music where did it originate? Is it from? official? Um, you, uh, it was on Twitter. I think I linked it in the article, okay. um, where Google has officially said, Hey, as we move in this direction, like we're going to create some tools for you to be able to export all your playlists and right. Um, cause the, the biggest concern was a lot of people used Google play music to upload all of their personal music. Exactly. So but when we s- kind of switched as a society in general from, I'm going to buy and hold all my music to. Oh, I could just Everything's stream it. On the yeah, internet. okay. People, I did it. I had. Oh, yeah. I think I had thirty thousand songs. I uploaded yeah. yep. to yep. Google. I used whatever it was. I think it was just Google Music at the time, or something. Whatever it started as, uploaded them all. Because what they did at first was said, "Hey, here's Google Drive is a new thing. Part of Google Drive is you can store up to thirty thousand songs or something, you know, for free." And Amazon did the same thing. Um, I was doing. I was using Amazon's thing. I, I used Amazon remember. forever. Yeah, because they had upload this many mm-hmm. music, you know songs for free, and I was like, "Cool, I just need somewhere to put these." And so I moved them from there. I've to, got all these CDs. I yeah. need to do something with them. So <laughs> I had them all ripped and like took. All, yeah. Oh my gosh, crazy! Took all the yeah. time to get album art attached to each one of them, make sure all the metadata was right, so that when it went there, it would display it the track number properly. Like I mean, I what went was, through oh all my gosh. that crap. There was some like there was a sur- little bitty crappy piece of software. You could yeah, get it was for some Windows. piece of little software I had that I that don't remember the name of artwork it and meta mm-hmm. and, and everything. If it was missing, you could add it, save, and then upload. From Holy there. crap. I Weird. don't remember what it was, but so I remember making that transition, moving everything to Google Music, and I still every once in a while I'll come across an album of mine. I can tell because the album art looks that's, like junk. That's in and there. I'm like, 
Oh, that's one of my actually uploaded yeah. ones because it doesn't show up in Google Play Music as anything different. Like if you have that album and it recognizes it's that album, it'll just give you that one when you search or whatever for it. So, um, you know, I've gone through, honestly, I've just deleted most of them. If I see them, I get rid of them and then re-add the streaming version because like I don't, I don't quality find a whole, yeah, the quality is better, better streaming the, the, the Google server ones. And I just don't find a lot of worth in like, owning a digital copy of a song at this point. So anyway, a lot of people were really concerned that that was the big deal. Like how am I going to get all of my music over to YouTube music when you make the switch? And they addressed that. So that tells me Google's is officially behind YouTube music is going to be like, I think at some point they did make the announcement. Like we're going to, we're moving in this direction. So installed music app on Android. Well, that's, that's the official thing that just happened. Mm -hmm. So now uh, they made this announcement months ago that they were going to make this transition, and we haven't seen a whole lot of action on it. Um, and I, I install YouTube Music from time to time just to see what's new, see what's been added. Check to see if Chromecast is on the on the Basically web. on the web player. That's all I care about. Get that, and I'll make the switch. I'm fine. I'll, I'll figure everything else out. Insane. But I How, don't I, like not being able to cast from the web player. Please, I don't want to cast someone. a tab because you know what? When I cast a tab, I just did it the other we day. We did it like, yesterday. Like maybe I'm being you know I'll, stupid me, about this. Let me just control volume real quick. Oh, nope. wait. No, you can't do that because I can't go to the cast interface and control volume anymore. So now I've got to get dig down into the app and find the volume control to switch the volume. And I'm like, but the problem is it's not so much that it's because that's how I do it with Google Play Music too. I, you know, the volume slider's there. The problem is when I cast a tab, whatever volume the, like we have a Google Home Max or Nest Home Max, yeah, Nest Home Max in the office and whatever volume it was left at last is what it's going to cast at. And so if I put YouTube music at 100% volume. It was so loud. And Max is over there. We named it Max. <laughs> Max is over there at 100% volume. Well, guess what? I get 100% volume and Max is really loud. Our whole office shook. And so I'm like, oh, well, it doesn't matter what I do here because Max is at super volume. So even if I got it at 10%, like <laughs> super volume, <laughs> so, like it doesn't work. And so yeah. when I cast from the API in the web player for Google Play Music, if I put that slider at 50%, it just, it's sending a flat signal to Max because it's casting, you know, the thing that Google created for YouTube specifically first and YouTube Music still doesn't have it. That API says, hey, when you change this volume slider, it's changing the volume slider on the hardware, and they match. Like, So if I'm at 15% here, it doesn't matter what my Chromebook's at. It doesn't matter what the, the home was set at before. This is the volume. And I, as I adjust it in it's Google adjust. Play Music, I yep. look over at Max, and I see the dots mm-hmm. go up and down. Like Those things are synced up and working the way you would expect them to do. Right now with, with uh, YouTube Music, that's not a thing. And it's really annoying because it, that's how it works in my app if I, if I launch it from the app and, and play it. But the Android app on the Chromebook works most times, but like sometimes it forgets that it's connected and I got to reconnect and then the volume won't adjust because it doesn't remember it's connected anymore. It's just like, give me the web player. It's a web-based API that's been around since Chromecast was invented. Like, this isn't anything new. Right. Chromecast, the, the button to cast a thing showed up on YouTube first. That, that was the first place it went. Why is YouTube music, YouTube music, why don't they have a cast button in there? It, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Right, we saw a Reddit post in 2018. Oh, we're working on it. What do you mean you're working on it? 
Like you, you what, worked on it what, yeah, in 2012. Like, it's been worked on. It's done. Just put it in there. Like it exists already. There's nothing to work on. I don't right. understand what you're talking about. Robbie's fired up, God, man. It drives me insane. And and you're talking about transitioning yeah. now. This is the, hey, the pre-installed app. Be forced to use Google this. or Android 10 now. That's this is the thing. And and you said people are having trouble finding Google Play Music. Yeah, I saw that that 10. article got updated. It was a temporary glitch. But oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a so, sure. Accidental early shutdown. Oops. <laughs> yeah. We took it off the Play Store. Our bad. It's no, it's back. Seriously, well, we're it, not taking it off. So, so I think the music library part of it is one thing, but then they got to fix that. They have to fix that. Or they have to give users an ability to move. Right. right. For me. I don't yeah, care. I don't. And they've gotten, said they I, don't have a hard date, but that that's going to be a thing. So, yeah. yeah. So that that's cool. But then, like you know, we were sitting here. I I, I asked the question: what, What's the difference, really? Like, what 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 is the difference in the two pieces of software? And I think like you you hit it. You know, this is YouTube. Like they've got all the power of YouTube behind this music player now. Right. So part of it's just leveraging YouTube. So. They can the the ways that they'll be able to tie in YouTube and YouTube Music back and forth, but uh, user data. It's not that they couldn't have leveraged that user data on Google Play Music, but I'm sure in the back end of things there's some stuff that's very different from a server side, um, specifically when it comes to what music they can recommend. Like YouTube Music, out of the box, every time I've ever played it, you play one song, it's going to keep playing other songs. Right. When it gets done, it, it's just like YouTube's autoplay. And all that stuff's algorithm-based, and so I guarantee you they're using the same YouTube algorithms here that, that we've all kind of become accustomed to. Like, you don't just play one YouTube video. It's always going to try to go to the next video. Same thing with music now. It can, And it, there's already been times where I've played one song on YouTube music, forgot that that thing was going, and it starts playing a playlist based on whatever that song or whatever algorithm oh kind of digging this i like this and i like that like that's really cool i i think that they need to leverage that kind of stuff it helps artists get recognized you know all of those things plus they get to leverage the youtube branding in premium right right they'll be able to tie all the premium now it's less confusing of like oh i i pay for youtube whatever or or google play music Uh i don't even know what the thing is called anymore like when you play it pay for their premium thing where you can actually you know choose and download your songs yeah and it's ad free not sure I don't even know what it's called because we I got on board with that way back when it was mixed in with YouTube Red when YouTube Premium was called YouTube Red and it was like hey if you get YouTube Red you get Google Play Music's premium blah 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 and something else at the same time and you could add up to six people and so we're like cool for 15 bucks a month we're going to do that well then Spotify started doing that and everybody does a family plan now and so that's less of a, uh, a distinguishing thing. This makes all that a lot clearer from Google's perspective to be able to sell it to people. Like, you get YouTube Premium. Here's what comes with YouTube Premium. Premium YouTube content, ad-free experience on YouTube and YouTube Music, and the ability to download and create playlists and all that stuff in YouTube Music. It's all one place, one thing. Um, and, and I think it just it gives them an ability to resonate with users. And obviously, YouTube is one of Google's you know, like pillar content delivery. Things. It's, right. it's, like, it is like you have Google, Google it is the content mechanism, photos, <laughs> Gmail, <laughs> YouTube, Google drive. Like these are those like pillar type things that are not going anywhere are fundamental to the way that people just use the internet in general. Like they're, they're, they're bigger than just a, a thing Google does. You know, they, like they're massive. Google calendar could probably be thrown into that mix. Mm. Like these are, massive platforms that people have just adopted like this is 
this is what I use to do my whatever. And YouTube is is the, the default de facto content creation with video on the internet. And so why wouldn't you want to leverage that audience <laughs> that, that in brand, whatever yeah. way you can? Yeah. Like like use it. Somehow. Well and they did it with YouTube TV. Right. You know. So they could have done Google TV. Exactly. They did Google TV actually and <laughs> failed real hard. So yeah. like, you know, the and Android TV is whatever it is, you know, it's still around and all that kind of stuff. But they did YouTube TV and it's it's a hit. You know, and it's it, not that those other ones were trying to be a subscription service, but the branding is important, you know, and it's, it's worth leveraging for them. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't see any problem in them doing that. I don't see any problem in them figuring out a way to migrate people's playlists and, you know, cause some people get really into playlists and they'll have a hundred different playlists. And the last thing you want to go do is have to go to a new music service and be like, cool, start let me start all making all these, play-. like that would be terrible, honestly. And so I'm using it. I've been using Google play music for a while. Probably Gosh, almost as long get, as you can. Yeah, you got me on it. I mean, uh, but, four years ago, probably. Yeah, and I was using it quite a bit before then. So, um, I'm using this as an opportunity, slowly but surely, to change my library because I've got so many things in my Google Play Music library that I'm like, I have no interest in listening to this anymore, and I just have never gone through and been like, oh, get rid of these things that I added at one point because I was like, oh, that that might be cool, and I add it and find out that they're terrible or it's an awful album or whatever, you know, like there's just stuff sure. in there that's built up. So I'm using this to kind of go through, I'm looking at my Google play library and going and adding stuff in my YouTube music library slowly, but surely like, yeah, I still like that. Or it's one I may not listen to for a while, right. but I want them to curate stuff like it. Uh, this is more my music taste these days and, and creating a, a, a library that reflects what I'm actually listening to or what I've been listening to for the last couple of years. So I'm, I like that, um, but I know a lot of people wouldn't. A lot right. of people are like, "No, nah, I'm, I'm curated. I got, I'm I got good. my stuff." Yeah, if, this is what if I listen to. I've been listening to it for ten years, right. man. And if yeah. and if you can't bring those people over, and you can't provide an easy way for them to come over, they'll they'll go somewhere else. Yeah, you know. Um, and there's so many options. Yeah, you know? I mean, I mean like, Spotify's just, great. Yeah, Spotify's amazing. It you really know, is. And, and for Apple users, you got Apple Music. Like I get. Yeah, yeah they're going to use Apple Music. That's just the way people are. They're going to get their phone and be like, oh, Apple Music's on here. Yeah, I'll subscribe to that. So it also doesn't have Chromecast think about on the web. No, no, but it's Apple. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, they get a pass. Exactly. No, I just, I like, know, you know yeah. what I bet you it works with? AirPlay. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you Apple Music on the web probably supports AirPlay or whatever, however their casting works yeah. or whatever. So, yeah, it's just because it's Google. And, and, and the rub is because it's YouTube. It's YouTube for crying out loud. It's the very first thing you made it on. Like, I, I, whatever. <laughs> and so for me, yeah. like it all comes He's down to it. that. Until yeah. that shows up, yeah. I will use Google Play Music until it dies. Um, and, and honestly, if the casting doesn't work, I would probably consider switching to Spotify until they get it worked out. Like, right. Which is just the most ridiculous thing to have to say about YouTube music. That's so ridiculous. But... Yeah. It's if an important, very important. If thing anybody in Mountain View is listening, please just fix it. So Robbie, can, can you just add the API for Ryan Loud? It's I know fix it's it there. for just Robbie, put it in. please. Just yeah. put it there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So this is this is a thing that's happening in uh, Android 10, right? Is that what? Yeah. So Android 10 will now be shipping basically like Pixel 4. If you were to not bring your apps over. You do a clean install and just start from scratch. It's going to have YouTube music. YouTube music will be there out okay. of the box. And that's not just Pixel and casting 4. Is I mean, on, casting is on the app. Yeah. But it's just not on the web. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. I, I've i I've literally like opened it up 
three or four times. That's a nice interface. It looks great. I'm, it does, I'm just it does like, all the things you needed to do. I'm just it like, really I'm just going to keep using play music until I got a switch. And maybe, maybe the four will be whenever I just make that switch and, and start using it. I yeah. don't know. Interesting. Uh, okay. So we got one other quick thing I want to talk through. Um, and that is uh, duplex and the assistant running on Chromebooks. And uh, Gabe, I'm going to, well, yeah, let's let's. It doesn't have to be a hot take, but just give us a oh, give us a, give us a rundown it's here. It's a very interesting thing. That, yeah, we, they, it, yeah. We, can, we can expand on this yeah, one. So a bit. They, they talked about this at I/O earlier this year. Uh, Duplex rolled out last year at I/O, so it's it. Yeah, it freaked everybody out, and then now all of a sudden it's in 48 states, and nobody's really talking about it. I, I don't know if anybody uses it or not. We happen to be one of two states that do not have it. So, what yep. is Duplex? Duplex is what the Pixel's ability to well, technically well, it's the assistant. It's tech, yeah, it's the assistant. So any phone with the Google app that's on whatever version or higher, or whatever, the assistant will contact businesses and. Uh, make reservations for you uh they'll get information business hours things like that so they literally are a, are a digital concierge to speak to a business for you you know get your hair appointments get a reservation at a restaurant this weekend movie, whatever yeah movie, movie yeah, and even and, and it's like a, a super like very human sounding very natural voice. yes and, and, it, and if you didn't see this like go go find a yeah, video google, of, google that of yeah. duplex at io from last year not not this past yeah because it's crazy and it's, and it's wild and google had to backstep a little bit and make sure that things are right because you know they have to they want to make sure that people know up front that they're talking to you know a, a digital assistant, assistant not yeah. a human so anyways at io this year they had touted that duplex was coming to the web um in the form of the assistant so the i think the demonstration they used was they someone said okg on their phone and said rent me a car from xyz car company for my next trip so since all of your google stuff's integrated it knew uh, based on your calendar or your email or whatever your upcoming trip was on this date so it in con- this city yeah, yeah in this city so it contacted national and it booked the car that you would like it picked it was crazy because they picked the car that you drove last time so it knew which kind of car you wanted to get and it it goes through the process of renting the vehicle for and you like you confirm it yeah like yeah but all the form crap all yeah, the stuff it's all, all just, you don't yeah, want to do it does all that great. junk for you great and it's still not there yet but uh it, it is there the the assistant in chrome is what they're calling it so they're not calling it duplex on the web it's assistant in chrome and right now from what i can tell it's just chrome uh, mobile so android whatever uh if you just go and search like if you have an amc movie theater in your in your neighborhood just type amc movie theater whatever and google it and in the search results you'll see below the search results uh for the theater they'll be like listings for the movies that are playing right now and there'll be times and if you click on one of those times it'll pop up a little window that has uh fandango movietickets.com amc theaters whatever and beside each of those if it's available it'll say buy with assistant and you click that and the assistant will begin walking you through getting your tickets picking your seats you'll pay with it'll check out with google pay so it's all right there 
You don't have to go through the whole web form stuff. You don't have to talk to anybody. It's it's very very interesting. And it's very cool to watch it. Like yeah. I think you put a GIF of it, didn't you, on the site? Yeah, yeah. The There's actually a video on there of uh, walking through from from beginning to end of getting tickets for a movie here, and just watching yeah. it do stuff in the background, just fill it all out, yeah, and pick it, and like it's and so at the end, it's just like you wanted this. Give me a second, and here you go. If yeah. these look good, confirmed. Like yeah, the, is that the movie you wanted to see that yeah. time? Good. Yep. The seat look good. Go. Click, click confirm. Yep. And click. I want to pay for it. Cool. Sent email sent. We're done. You know. And like I could see just so many applications yeah. for this. Of these. I, mean, I tried renting a car. Yeah. I tried renting a car that doesn't doesn't seem to be working yet, or maybe it's just not our area. I don't know. But those are the things that these are that this is going to do. It's going to automate a lot of the daily tasks that we do on mm-hmm. the web so and, and if and when it makes it to desktop chrome os and and you're intera- interacting with the assistant you know you say hey i need a, a usb-c to a cable five feet and it's going to pull up and probably walk you through the process of hey is this the one you want does right. this work whatever and it auto fills your stuff and you bought it and it's on the way so well, and the, the cool part is they made made it very clear uh, at IO last year and this year that duplex and the things that it's doing are not um, like the, the, the merchant or whatever doesn't have to opt in. Like they don't right. have to be like, Oh yeah, we've put in all the code so that we're now granted. They said, you know, you could optimize for it. You can make it easier yeah, on yeah. the assistant to do it, but you don't have to opt into anything. But this that's is probably the, just like good, clean web design in general. Like, sure. You like, just like, you know, the assistant can find your well. form, yeah. you know, can, can tell you have header yeah. tags, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. But in general, like this is the assistant using machine learning to understand, Hey, this is a form. It's asking for this data. I'm going to fill in that data. When I hit next, Okay, what's this next page doing? And oh, let me figure this part out. Like, it's literally going through and figuring out all these steps for you. It's not that the the company has made their site you know duplex ready. It's yeah. no, it's it's the uh, technology that Google has created. Yeah, that can go through and just figure it yeah, out. So just just right up front, so you know, the first time you try it, you'll click on one of those movie times, and it'll say try Assistant in Chrome. You have to opt in to do this because you're giving Google permission to read everything that's on your screen so so yeah it's just it's google's ai doing what google's ai does and it's it's smart and it it knows what it's looking at it knows what to click and it's what google does so so at what point will this get built into the assistant that is now like built in or coming to more chromebooks like so with 77 right is Mm -hmm. is when like more chromebooks are getting assistant right so like at what point is just the assistant that's on your your chromebook gonna run duplex and is that is that what they wanted yeah i'm not sure because or is this like assistant on the web yeah we've been trying this and, and you have to have the google app on your phone for this to work oh okay but yeah, the Google but, app doesn't work on Chrome OS. I'm not sure how this is going to work. It's going to have to be baked into the assistant. Yeah, because they've removed, like, Chrome the assistant OS. on Chrome OS is no longer an Android-based anything. It's, right, it's, it's just baked a into thing in the, the OS. Yeah. No different than it's baked into a, a, a smart speaker or something. So, mm-hmm. you know, it'll it'll roll out. Like, it's probably easier for them to do certain things like this with assistant on Android because they can use the Android-based version of this stuff. And But it's just a matter of time for them to kind of make it work in these different channels and all these different places it goes because ultimately they're 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 putting it into work in chrome so that means eventually it'll come to chrome os as well just not sure when 
Yeah, and this is like, this all just makes me think like, this is what I want the assistant to do. Yes. Like, like do like actual useful things like this. Yep. You know? Answering a question every now and then is fine. Yeah. But it goes back like, to what we were talking about just, way back at the beginning. Like, it's just like, it's kind of just arduous to deal with the assistant a lot of times. It's like, ah, I'd just rather not. I'll type it myself. I'll do it myself. Like, there's right. a lot of people it. that like turn it off. Like, there's a lot of people oh, that yeah. just don't even use, you know, Siri or, or Google Assistant or anything. Sure. Because it's not the I mean, greatest I was, experience. Yeah, I mean, I was listening to the Vergecast the other day, and I don't know, I can't remember exactly who it was, but one of one of the one of the folks over there was just like, yeah, I just don't even use it, you know. And there's a lot, and so like that's a techie person that oh, is yeah. in the tech world that says this isn't good enough for me to use. So right. I think about like like my mom, you know, like my mom trying to talk to her assistant speaker. Like if it doesn't just nail it, she's she's gonna be so confused, right? And just move on and do yeah. it herself, or yeah. Try to figure out some other so, way to do it. So you take that next gen assistant and how good that looks like it's going to be as far as being responsive and fast, and then you mix in stuff like this duplex stuff where it's actually like getting sudden, things done for yeah, you. Yeah, I mean you, you start know? mixing in and going okay. Or, you know, and is it intuitive? Four years and in. Is it simple? You know, like, is it clear when right. you go to use it? Right. right. And those things are important. And I think it's slowly but surely what it's evolving into, mm-hmm. into being something that, that becomes more conversational um, and just more beneficial to use and actually worth leveraging, yeah. which is so funny because we've had this smart speaker explosion and smart displays and assistant everywhere. And, and yet, it's done all that without actually being that useful to be honest yeah. with you. So like, what does this do if, if this shows up and it, it's way more responsive and way more useful and way more beneficial for end users, like what kind of explosion will we see in, in yeah. home and assistant stuff? It makes me think, you know, it's like we, uh, <laughs> we sometimes joke, you know, Max, Max in our office does great, but sometimes, sometimes Max stumbles pretty bad when we're trying to get it to do yeah. something. And we joke around about all the different words we can say to, to trigger it. And, you know, it's like, but it, so it's like, it's, it's doing its job and it's cool and it's a great speaker. You know, it yeah, sounds yeah. amazing. That's why we yeah, have I mean, it generally not like the assistant. Of the time yeah. is it's, like, it's a speaker. Like the assistant's cool. Like we do some stuff with it, but how often do we talk to the assistant in our, in our office right. here? Like hardly not ever. Often. Right. And so it's like you've got that uh, part of, of technology developing, and then you've got Boston Dynamics making a robot that's doing a freaking gymnastics, gymnastics routine. routine. Right? <laughs> scary. I had, like what something the, about looking at that what scares the, me. I don't. Like, have, do, you, do you watch Black Mirror? I've watched. I've watched some of it. You I don't know Black that I've watched some of it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think it's in the final. Well, that's not the final season now. But watch the that's newest spoiler. season. So spoiler here. Season three. Uh, no. Okay. So there's one of the the episodes that is about um, the the plot line. Just like every Black Mirror, like you don't get all the backstory and all this. You just kind of jumped right into whatever's happening. But it's a, a group. I want to say it was three or four people, and they're clearly running from something. They're on the run, and it's post apocalyptic, kind of in the future. And you find out they're running from these like robotic dog-looking things that are, for what you don't get the reason why, and they're just out to get them, like to to exterminate them for some reason. That's so, what robots do. Was there is like robots have taken over the world, or somebody's running? Like you don't get any of those backstory things. You just realize like you're in the gritty moment of these humans trying to outsmart artificially intelligent robots, and. The main one that's the the scary one is this dog-looking one, four legs, kind of, you know, that type of thing. I'm not kidding. It looks dead up like the Boston Dynamics. Yeah, what do the, they the call dog that one. thing? The, I, when the I saw a picture dog, of it, I was it, just like, it I swear I was chilled. Really? Like yeah. to the bone. Because yeah. that episode is super gritty and just 
it's just dark. I yeah. mean, it's, it's black mirror. So, you know, that's the, just kind of their thing, but realizing like, oh, man, ooh, like, ooh, what would that be like? The scariness of those types of, um, creations, if they were to have an evil intent, yeah. like how scary something is that well, they're, they're, feels nothing only follows a command and is going to just complete the job and has all the tools at its disposal to just eliminate human beings. Well, like, Oh man, there's, super there's some, scary. There's and some, that dog looks just yeah. like the one in black mirror. There's some really interesting Joe Rogan episodes about this, uh, with, with Elon Musk. And then there was a, oh, no, he's, uh, he's super doctor oh, yeah. Harris or something like that. This guy that was on there, it was referenced in the Elon Musk one. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you if you optimize these robots and they're and they're trained to do things the best way possible, they say, "Man, we've got these like really dumb humans that <laughs> are just in the way. Man, they're just like they're slowing us down. Let's just get rid of them yeah. so we can we can just right. you know, I mean, optimize that's, everything." That's Terminator. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is the Terminator. Plot Podcast line. is getting weird, folks. Sorry, no, it's off the rails. Yeah, down. yeah. We we got we started talking about duplex, and it led to uh, yeah. Boston Dynamics. No, I'm but sorry, but I, think I went a, there. It's it's a a realistic thing that you we have to think about. We have to talk about. Have conversations and, about for sure. Yeah, it needs to always be in front of us because we have to remember at the end of the day, like artificial intelligence will only get to the point where it's destructive if we don't stop it. Right. If we allow it, if we allow it to do it, mm. you know, and some and would argue we've already like, we, we've, we've gone already, too far. Yeah. We've already gone too far. Um, but at this point we haven't because yeah. if for whatever reason, there was a show on NBC a couple mm-hmm. of years back and it was all about like something happened and the entire electric grid went down. I yeah. remember what that show was called. I watched it and it's NBC drama. So of course it only made a few seasons and got canceled, but um, <laughs> that's what you do. That's what NBC dramas do. All of them. Mm-hmm. They all, they all fail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the ones I watch anyway, just it's a constant the weird joke. Ones. Yeah, it's a constant joke in our house. Um, but in that society, like things changed, obviously, and you got to figure out how to move forward when electricity goes away. You know what that would change and how that would change our mm. our our dynamics, our society. So in that situation, AI dies. It's done mm-hmm. without electricity. Like where we are with artificial intelligence at this point right now is done. Right. There's there's no movement forward. So I sure. I. I would say we're not at that point. Yeah. You know, we would have to be extreme in removing it, but we're not at the point where pulling the plug doesn't kill sure. it. Um, at this point, anyway, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, it's interesting. But, you know, I mean, as as the assistant keeps, you know, getting getting better, and I mean, heck, in that in that episode with Elon Musk, I mean, he talks about Google, and he's like, yeah, you know, they've, that it's scary. He's like, what they're, what they're doing over there is scary. And it's so, like, hmm. So I, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get your all's reactions right okay. now, real time. Okay. So I'm go. gonna show you oh, no. the Boston Dynamics dog. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I've okay. seen yep. it many yep. times. Yep. I'm gonna show you now. Oops. The the dog from the Black dog Mirror. from Black Mirror. Oh no, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. Oh it boy, it is the Boston it's Dynamics. The same it is. Thing. They just painted it gray. It's the same thing. Oh, I don't like that. And I'm I don't telling like that you, one bit, dude. You watch that, that episode. Get, I literally just got cold. That chills. episode of Black Mirror is chilling. <laughs> oh like, man, that's freaky. Because it's all this time gritty. I thought you were over here like texting your wife or something. No, no, I was finding those dogs. When I pulled them up, I'm like, it is the same. It's the same dog. The uh, evil, it, evil it, robot. What probably dogs. happened in filming? They probably actually yeah, got they, Boston they Dynamics to find a few dogs, and then use them to make people really scared. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that stuff has to be talked about yeah. and 
and what Google, Google's, Google's doing. doing some insane stuff. Yeah, with uh, the assistant and with 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 you know the the whole uh, neural networks thing and and how they're right. how they're using machine learning to really like actually like make decisions and like make things oh, yeah. better and like i mean it's people look at the the pixel camera and go oh well, the pixel camera is great you know it's it's, it's like, what's happening behind the scenes yeah this isn't because that. they stuck a neat lens on it and you click the button and it takes a neat picture like all of it machine is learning. machine learning neural networks millions of yep. images and, and it learned. goes huh let's see based on this particular situation i just saw the other day lens now has the ability, like you can click in lens on a, a shirt oh, or dude. something in Old Navy, and it'll be like, oh, here's a ton of other shirts that you will probably like based on that shirt, and here's where you can buy them and stuff. Lens. I'm like, what? Lens for the win the other day. Uh, I was uh, shopping with my girlfriend, and there was this dress up on the wall right. that she really liked in a store, but they didn't have it in the store. And so all I did is I held up my phone, I tapped lens, I tapped the little shopping button, and it pulled up everywhere that it was available. Mm, and I was like, here you go. Yeah, this and is where so, you can I mean, buy it. And those are the things that when we see and when we use it, we're yeah. like, this is awesome. It's like really useful. And, and I really right? think that the next gen assistant is going to be like that. Some of these duplex things are going to be that way. That's the that's the scary part where we get into going, I love using these things. I become accustomed to using these things. As augmented reality becomes more of a thing, sure. we finally get some glasses that don't make you look like a toolbox. you know. And, and you can look out and see like, stuff and augmented reality and, and it augments us as information humans. on things as you're just looking at it yeah that that becomes a tough cycle to break once well, you have it now it's like i don't want to not have it anymore you yeah know? well well i mean this is what elon is is wanting to do with um what's the hex is the name of the oh the, his uh yeah i can't the brain, think of the name of the brain it, brain computer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he basically <laughs> runs the fibers into yeah your but brain. his his whole thing is like the only way that we're going to be able to evolve with it is to become like one with it because our, right. he, 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 he says it's a, it's just a, it's just a, a system issue. Like our sure. brains can only compute so quickly. Right. Right. And we can only figure things out so quickly. Whereas like a computer can obviously do it, you know, way faster and get way more information can store way more information than we can. Well, and certain things. Yeah. I mean, there's things like sight and, you know, our ability to process vision that, yeah, computers have nothing. Can't on, figure it out yet. You know, yeah. That's why they're trying to get into uh, uh, what's the, the quantum computing. Yeah, you know, yeah. In, hope, in hopes that they can start doing those type. Like quantum computing isn't like the answer for everything. It's the answer for some things. You know, right. and so like it's just it, it's a crazy world where we're I feel pushing, like we're, we're dipping pushing our into toe something. Into. Yeah, we're pushing into something that we're like. I I I think at the end of the day, there's there's people that are way smarter than me out there working on these these products you know working on the assistant and things and yeah like at, at the end of the day if they have really good intentions and if they're trying to do things for the betterment of of mankind like it's it's just gonna evolve that way right hopefully hopefully yeah we'll <laughs> as long keep as our fingers crossed as, as long as <laughs> as long as they keep doing the right thing we're good yeah it probably won't evolve <laughs> to a dangerous point in our lifetime so forget about it <laughs> sorry kids yep yep all right, folks. There, you, there. You have it. That's our take on uh, uh, robots. AI. Robots taking Terminator over the world. and uh, Skynet. It's a, it's a scary thing, perhaps. But also, I think like it's just like anything else. There is a potential for disaster every time you get in your car. There's also potential for great good. Yeah, and, and that's like yeah, that's, that's so, kind of what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I think there's there's both, and you have to always look at both and realize like if we can keep it in front of us. You know, there's a yeah. there's a good chance that that we leverage this to to make our society and humankind better in general because yeah. of it. 
Um, and just because there's a handful of people that would say, Oh, you know, it's going to end the world. Like, yeah, but it could also make the world much better. It could also make, uh, you know, education better. It could also like, make healthcare better. If, 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 if we have, that, if we have, that. if we have the assistant and duplex doing all the little menial tasks that we don't want to do, like what else do we do, get to go do? Do we, do we free ourselves up to to do you know much more important things and much right. more productive things for society? Right? right. So you have to ask all those questions too. Like it's so easy to get caught up in just the oh I've seen the this robot scary movie dogs. And the robot dogs are going to come mm-hmm. get me. You know, like it, it is because we fear unknowns, and so we're getting super existential here. But yeah, man. Um, I like it. I Can think we, some of those things have to be talked about as we talk about assistant and and what Google's doing from machine learning and AI. Like I just, I think those have to continue coming up in conversation. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, there you have it, folks. That's it. That's our, that's our take on it. We've talked long enough here. We're going to wrap this one up. <laughs> Thank, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, you can find uh, show notes uh, with, with links to all of these things we've talked about. More information on the website at chromeunboxed.com, on social at chromeunboxed. Thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you all next week. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.